Hey guys, I'm, uh, this isn't going to be a political upload. I, I do these occasionally, so the YouTube channel doesn't get much traction. The Rumble channel gets, a, a, a you know, good by my standards, but my, but my standards are rising with the audience number. So, uh, that's that. So I say I'm very happy with it. Uh, you know, 25, 30 plays over on Rumble. I'm happy with that. Uh, it's more just any the fact that there's anybody in the world right now that is actively taking the time out of their day to actually like tune in on Spotify. Spotify is actually my biggest platform. Um, oh, that's one thing I wanted to bring up too. So I'm moving a lot of my old uh, catalog from Spotify to YouTube, and there's numerous uh um episodes sprinkled out over the last so uh ooh. let's uh let's walk this back a little bit um so you, you already know my name it's uh you know james madison i'm an independent journalist i travel state to state event to event covering various topics if I'm not doing that, I work a normal nine to five on and off out of like in and out of college. Uh, right now I'm actually kind of, so I'm on assignment now. I got a, a bunch of, uh, little independent endeavors, uh, going on right now. Oh, and about the little, my, how often I do that. I got a my nose has been broken a bunch. I, uh, well, I guess I'll talk about that later. I have in the past, but you know, this is like a going forward kind of thing. Um, ah, damn, I lost my place. Anyway, so I've been doing the podcast for a while. Um, the first episode came out in 2018, and I only really have like four or five episodes from that time period. But originally, that's not what this channel was all about. This channel... If you had told me in 2018 that my... Did I say 8? I'm going to say 2018. If I said 2008, kidding. Did not mean that. No, I started the podcast in 2018, but I only uploaded like maybe four times that whole year. And I think those are the four I have left in the earliest days of the show. By the time, it was called the meditation... The medication... Or... <laughs> the medicated meditation. And it was just me and my pothead friend... Uh, we'll call him Billy... It was just me and my pothead roommate, Billy, and we would get high after work. We worked at the same restaurant, uh, come back to this little house we boarded at, and we would just smoke between us, play video games, and talk about uh, music, movies, video games. Speaking of which, fucking Ray Liotta died. Dude! Dude! That was fucking wild, too, because you know what's funny? I was just thinking about Ray, Li Ray Liotta, I went, and this sounds so fucking douchey saying this, but I went to, uh, I went and saw, first off, Doctor Strange is not worth seeing. Okay, it, it is, but it's not a good movie, right? It's, it's, I'll give it a four out of ten, because there's only four scenes you need to see. Uh, there's this one scene with Black Bolt. Yeah, the Inhumans are now, now part, part of the MCU. <sighs> cool, cool scene with him though. Uh, Fantastic Four. 
cool scene. Uh, Peggy Carter's in there. Controversial choice. It's the multiverse. So I don't necessarily care that it's a, uh, you know, it's not, they didn't make, uh, you, you know, it's not like they reached outside of lore and manufactured some female Captain America. And even if they did, I wouldn't really give a fuck about that. Uh, she wasn't exactly, you know, with the message, you know, the message. She wasn't really, you know, spreading the message. She comes off like her hard ass comic book self. And I actually really appreciated that. Um, so that was cool. Three really cool characters. Uh, the Captain Marvel character. That one annoys me because. If you know how strong she is, the way she loses her fight against. Uh, one of the main characters later on is really annoying. I don't give a fuck again, pay, played by a black woman, fucking whatever. If you're not shoving a political message down my throat and you just happen to cast a black person for a fucking character from a comic book movie, I don't care. I'm sorry, I don't. It's about fantasy people wearing spandex and space armor, fighting robots and other things with an occasional subtle underhand at uh, uh something like uh if a pothead philosopher like me wanted to watch age of ultron it's a it's a critique of man's making of his own defeat you know we try to build god and and it, and it tried to take over we got addicted to technology and we began to rely on it too much and eventually you know our reliance on technology gave way to too much trust in it and then when the machine turned on turns on us we won't know what to do there's a yeah 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 i'm wearing four fucking scarves a goddamn flat cap not a flat cap yeah a flat cap and a fucking fedora and i'm tipping it at you while i'm saying this sipping a, a whipped latte go fuck yourself um kidding i don't know why i was so aggressive uh i uh oh pre-pandemic i used to do stand-up comedy uh, i was part of a independent acting thing but for various reasons that didn't work out uh, um a lot of people from the group went on and, and they're pretty successful in their own right uh, and I went in the entirely different path of, of, of acting and performance. I, I, I do plan to do stamp comedy. I have grudges with a lot of the, the clubs around here. Um, and I've played uh, a lot of the clubs. It's just, uh, well, A, I, I, I thrive in bar atmospheres, but the bar atmosphere that I thrived in doesn't exist. Not very often in my neck of the woods. Now, there are places and counties in Michigan where where my audience is still. Um, it's not even because I'm political. It's just because, you know, I'm a little crass. You know, I go after things. And I mock them. I ridicule them. If you listen to some of the uploads that are going to be in the archive playlist, you'll, you'll get a taste for it. Because there's, there, there's pre-pandemic rants in there from me. And it's just me testing material. Um, material that later killed it, by the way. Um, let's see. But yeah, so my grudge, I'm, uh, I don't know. It, it, it annoys me. Uh, these clubs were like, well, if you want to do, you know, the, we're not going to make the comedian be vaccinated, but the audience has to be. I'm not going to name names. A2 comedy something something. That's, that's a coded jab i might cut out later allegedly 
There we go. Allegedly. I forgot my, my legalese. Allegedly. Um, we're making it so a lot of comedy clubs are making it like, you know, vaccine mandates were a, a, like you had to be vaccinated to come in or not. Then, and which what a scary fucking time. Can you believe we just got through all that? The government seriously trying to force you to have a medical procedure against your will. That same group right now is yelling, my body, my choice, but about killing a, a, a life growing inside them. That either way, through irresponsibility or under force, is still not that growing life's fault. And I understand there are such things as, like, you know, cancerous fetuses and whatnot. I understand that completely. I'm, I'm not saying blanket bans are the answer, but... Federal government not being involved is the answer. That's what Roe v. Wade is. It would throw it back to the states to choose. And if you don't like it, fuck it. Find a different state. There's going to be places. There are going to be hospitals that sue. Like Planned Parenthood is going to launch lawsuits against this. You know it. So join those. Like, like instead of yelling about it on a keyboard, get involved. You know. And people listen to this show, and the people who would actually tune in, and and I, I know you're the type of people who would be involved, so you know where I'm coming from, but it's the sentiment. It's not addressed at you, but I'm expressing it with you. There we go. It's shared with you, not at you. That's actually a really good way to put it. And, and these clubs were just bending the rules and being however they wanted to be with the mandates, and it just really annoys me still. And I just, I don't know. I don't want to necessarily return to any of these clubs. I'm not. I wasn't making money off stand up. It was like a, a pastime. I enjoyed doing it. I got paid a little bit. Certain certain venues, but not. You know. You know, I, I make about the same, if not a little less, like just under doing my, you know, plasma donations. Which I find, it's funny, we call them donations. Come donate plasma. It's not a donation if you're paying me. It, it's, it's, a, it's a transaction of goods. I uh, My body produces the fluids that your institute needs to save lives. So you're paying me to give it to you. That's fine. I mean, there, there's a fine line between saying prostitute your body to us. Which it, it technically is. It doesn't have to be sexual pleasure. It's, it's the selling of one's body for the needs or benefits of another. Is at least I believe the Oxford Dictionary. Fuck if I'm gonna look it up right now. Leave me a comment. Leave me a thing in the doohickey description below, and I'll give you a heart and a thank you if you correct me. Um. So I mean, that's fine. I'm saying like donation and whoring. <laughs> you could just say we'll buy your plasma. Have it like a pawn shop out front that says. <laughs> Plasma for cash. Plasma for cash. There you go. Have some like shady Detroit brick buildings connected to the fucking seafood. Little, little shady Captain Marco's aquatic aquarium deep fried fish and chicken shop right next door to it. And like all the fish taste like chicken. It's fucking weird. And then right next door, plasma for cash. Donate today. Pour out that that heart heart work, heart work, for some heart earned cash. I should go into marketing. I should I should really that should have been my calling, not comedy or acting, marketing. Um, 
but now that I've ranted and raved, let's get back onto the original point. So, I uh, had a there was a big purge of my stuff. You can find it. Uh, it's been remade, but spelled differently now. There was the Inside Four Walls Twitch channel, but it says unless you have a time machine, this content is unavailable. I got nuked, and now don't get me wrong, I wasn't like pulling mad numbers by any means. I was topping off at like two or three hundred, maybe five hundred listeners at a time. It was on every episode. It'd be like the the trending topical ones, of course. Um, but I had like a year and a half, pretty much all the way up to, well, I, I was reacting to the fucking Mike Lindell, you know, voter fraud thing. I was reacting to that. And what confuses me is that I was, there were certain things, certain parts of that movie or whatever you want to call it, where he would get fucking someone would call in say some shit and it would very clearly not fucking make any sense like like he was just taking almost everybody's story on good faith which god bless him you know he's i have nothing but respect for mike lindell i've met the guy before i have uh yeah some people are gonna give me shit for this i have an autographed maga hat and i have pretty much everybody but trump's autograph on it for me, it's more of like a mark of the time and a cool heirloom, or at least heirloom. You know, heirloom means nothing. Heirloom means I'm going to sell it on Pawn Stars after you die. That's what heirloom fucking means in America. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm still, I still love my old capitalism. I can make fun of it if I want to, though. Uh, Well, I had a bunch of my content nuked. And I just found it funny because I was actually kind of like sarcastically mocking some of like the overly trusting way that Lindell was taking these phone calls and people would call in and be like yeah I voted in like the 12th district and like like they kicked me out with tasers and shit and there were just these really crazy fucking stories now yes there is truth to the fraud narrative now how much truth I don't exactly know I, I think uh, I think a multitude of states would change all of them no I don't think all the swing states would change there was a lot of people voting against Trump and that's absolutely true but at the same time I I, I don't necessarily I, I'm pretty sure Michigan would have gone for him again I definitely met way more people like, like when just, I live here you know like I'm traveling around I meet people at these events you know on my rumble channel I'll be uploading those videos here too by the way my interviews with people there, because I tried to focus on Rumble back in the day, and that's where I got most of my subscribers and followers on, is, is Rumble. And Rumble is, still has my content from that time, too. Um, So, anyway, a bunch of my content got deleted, and I got really disheartened. So I just didn't post or make anything for a while, and, and that was really stupid of me, because, you know, people probably, if people did look, it was like half of them. If that, that, like, probably Googled my shit, couldn't find it, and then I was like, alright, well, that's gone. And then my ass figured, well, boo-hoo, I'm throwing a fucking pity party for myself, and I'm crying in the corner. I'm gonna to, uh, I'm just not gonna do anything. Well, that backfired. I ended up, you know, pretty much starting from scratch again. I had a built-in 22 people listening and that was about it when I came back in late February of 2021. <sighs> Shocked. 
my timeline's probably a little fucked, but oh well, it's been a while. So I started making content again, uh, and then instead of this being like a little thing uh, I threw in the background and did rarely, if ever, I, I focused mostly on making like video content for the Rumble account. I, uh, I just, I didn't hit the podcast when the fire was hot. I didn't. But, you know, now I'm, I'm actually more, as much of a joke as it is, because I know, oh, male, politically active male makes a podcast. I know, I know, I know, I know. The difference is, at least I'm on the ground doing stuff, you know, I'm traveling out, I'm meeting people. I'm putting some risk, I'm, I'm putting risk on the line. It's not as much as others, but it's more than most. I'm not bitter. You're fucking bitter. Um. Uh. Nah, I really don't give a fuck about all that. Says everybody. Let's see. What else is there? This is like a reintro. Oh, 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 oh. So the content I'm uploading for the archive. There are going to be. Uh, there's going to be a lot. <laughs> there. There's going to be some language. There's going to be every titty fucking anything you can imagine under the sun. There's going to be C's words, both F words, all four F words, actually. Uh, before I discovered a nig word, I just said the word. I want to get shit for it. I, I, I also have said that if I ever curved my use of that, you guys, or, you know, whoever's listening should ridicule the fuck out of me for that. And even if I get defensive, I'll secretly know I deserve it for kowtowing. But it was people listening to the show telling me they wanted me to walk back my language. Like, you know, they said it was funny at one point, but now it's like, you know. And I get it. Um, I do because a ton in real life and in text. Like, I just, you know, I'll be texting. My autofill will pop up with curse words. And I'm like, nice. Tap. <clears throat> By the way, go download the Brave browser mobile app. Use that as your web browser. It's good. It rewards you. Um, it's like a useless crypto. It rewards you with. It's like only useful for for it, but you can still get kind of cool stuff with it. You know, so so use it. But and it's super encrypted. Edward Snowden recommends Brave. Why don't I? Well, I do. Nine out of ten dentists probably recommend Brave too. That uh, that it was that it's a one dentist who doesn't like Sensodyne Colgate. That, that that has the issue, but fuck that guy. <laughs> what is the deal with the with the one dentist who's like, I know it's been a hundred years, but you know what? Fuck you, Crest. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I recommend you dip your your fucking horseshoe brush and cat litter and scrub your fucking teeth with that. Use the minerals. It's good for you. <clears throat> but yeah, there's gonna be some language, and I, I'm I'm uploading it. Here's the thing. I firmly believe that we we allow these words to be the, the things they are, right? Words have meaning. Understand that. You can use words as the verbal tools they are. You'll need to attribe moral to them. They're words. Attribute moral to the context in which they're used. Like a normal fucking person. I, I don't understand it. Oh, this word hurts us, so quit cowering before it. 
right now America's starting to stand up to the government. The world's starting to stand up to their various governments, and the world's starting to look at the Davos group finally and be like, you know what? Fuck you. What the fuck? You people on the left are like, that's real? What the fuck? Just because they streamed it. How courteous of them to be so open about it now. It almost makes me wonder, did they fucking win? Now, I don't take the black pill. And even if they did win, all totalitarian systems eventually do fall in the few generations. They don't last forever. They never have. They never will. Something tenacious about us. We're, we're built different. Probably built dumb, but... um. <clears throat> I really just been ranting. I've been waiting for my phone to charge so I can go over to my friend's house and help him work on some trucks. And, you know, just uploading content got me thinking. Listening to, uh, there's one of them where, uh, my buddy comes up. And that's going up today. My buddy Corey, he comes up and. <laughs> Originally, I was just recording by myself. And then, dude comes in and then me and him just shoot the shit for a while and it turned into a pretty fun episode. So. Well, that was good times. Send him a, a link to that uh, on the uh, Spotify. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's a cycle with these words, right? That that, that are like these these no nos. Yesterday's no no words are today's like goofy fucking things. Like uh, snollygoster at one point was a fucking insult that. Actually, got people trying to duels. Dumbass used to be a, like an actual like like in the seventies or the sixties. Somebody called you a dumbass. Oh, it was fucking on, douche, bitch. A, you call me a vaginal cleanser? The fuck? Fight me in the Chili's parking lot right now, you little bitch. One on one, I'll fucking take you and your old dad. Now, <clears throat> oh man, I'm wearing headphones and. For some reason, there was a delay. The audio cut out, and then all, all what I said just hit me in the ears. And I was like, ugh! Kind of like, you know, I feel like Black Bolt and Doctor Strange. Yeah, that, that movie's a 4 out of 10. Oh, the last good scene. Uh, just some of the really creative worlds they go to. You know? Someone tried to describe it to me as, like, an 80s vibe, and I'm just sitting here thinking, like, Thor Ragnarok? And that may have been what they were talking about. I was only, like, half, half paying attention to the conversation. But they were talking about Doctor Strange in the sense of what made me tune in, and then they're like, you know, it really gave me the vibes of like a like an eighties movie. And I was like, in what fucking way? I didn't get that. Thor Ragnarok, oh yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, oh yeah, but nah. And Doctor Strange it's not it's... see for a couple good scenes. I'm not gonna spoil spoil them, and trust me, if you think I did, I've purposely misled you. No. Oh yeah, uh, Ray. That's a homeboy from Goodfellas, Ray Liotta. Yeah, he died today. Uh, I was talking about him originally, and then we got all the way here for like fifteen fucking minutes. Yikes. Um, hopefully it's been an entertaining rant for you. Now, I was just thinking about Ray Liotta like three days ago. Uh, when Saint when the Many Saints of Newark came out, I saw my uh, my brother. He's a huge Sopranos fan. I never got into it. Ever since I was a kid, you know, lately everyone would hype up these shows and then I just wouldn't watch them. Don't know why. Don't fucking know why. It was like a weird impulse I had my whole life. It was like, oh no, this show's the greatest. You absolutely have to see it. And I'm like, I bet it's great. This many people like it. It has to be pretty alright. 
I like bare minimum. I'm gonna enjoy watching it. I'm not gonna fucking watch it though. Fuck them. And it's like an immediate like it's a 180, and I mentally can track it. I'll have the like the sentences in my brain will be like, "Wow, yeah, they really smell like Game of Thrones." I see a lot of merch everywhere. You know, a lot of people really are recommending it to me. People are telling me what houses they're with. It's just like Harry Potter stuff, and I like Harry Potter a lot actually. I bet I would like this. I'm never going to fucking watch this stupid goddamn show. Fuck this show and everybody who likes it. It was such a weird... Like, it would be that. That exact thing would go out in my brain without anybody knowing it while they were talking to me about Game of Thrones. That exact fucking conversation to myself. Audibly in my fucking head. I don't fucking know why. I've talked to people. There are people who think that sounds crazy. If that sounds crazy to you, let me know. Leave like a one in the comments. If if that sounds crazy to you, but does anyone else ever have the like the like like not voices in your head like your fucking schizo or anything? If you are, take your fucking meds, dude. Actually, if you're schizophrenic, just so you know, this whole podcast doesn't exist. You're in a bathroom in a Texaco right now. The year is 1983, and Charlie died in Nam. If you have schizophrenia, that's what's happening right now. You're just in a really weird trip. It's going to be over by the end of this episode. Stay tuned. See, that's how you hook the uh, the Vietnam MK Ultra kids. That's how you get them to listen to the show. Anyway, yeah, and uh, and people just recommend it to me. Same thing. Like I got into Rick and Morty, right? I got like halfway through season three, and I like I tapped out, and then all of a sudden everybody loved it and was recommended to me, and I was like, I did like it. I don't. I just chronically watching it. I lost interest, but it's a great show. I should go back and watch it. And I just don't. I checked out Game of Thrones and I watched it to like season four. When uh that bitch got thrown through that hole in the castle floor off the fucking mountains or whatever the fuck that shit is. The uh Freudian kid, his mom, got fucking falcon punched, smash brothers two hundred percented by uh the Kyle Rittenhouse defense or prosecution little binger. <laughs> And then I tapped out again. You know, no complaints. I just don't give a fuck. Don't get the hype. I'm a hipster. But I've started watching The Sopranos, and and Ray Liotta's in the May Saints New York, and he plays a really cool character. He's only in it for... He's an important character who has a cumulative time of maybe 25 minutes of, like, a a two-and-a-half-hour movie, but still, he gets a lot in there. Like, Like, you get the most Liotta out of your Rays. And it's pretty good. I, I enjoy I enjoy him in, in pretty much everything he's in. Which is just the douchiest fucking hipster thing to say. Oh, you like him in everything that he's in? You got fucking... got fucking, uh... Sounds of the goddamn lambs. Thought of another one. There's that Elvis movie, too. I never actually saw it. Moving on. Uh, so yeah, rip to him. Now moving on. Uh, the podcast is slowly growing, uh, shout out, got a couple new subscribers today, so thank you for joining the channel, appreciate that. Uh, my Twitter is growing faster than any of my pl- social, any of my content platforms. But then again, I- I'm just on Twitter causing hell, popping into shit. Uh, fucking American Phoenix followed me. Dope. Dope. Hashtag, or, uh, at the American. Uh, 
it's not really too much to go into. Uh, got a couple stories I'm working on right now. Uh, need to get my typing up. Uh, I, I need to start writing more articles, actually. I got a bunch of drafts, and they're mostly done. I just never put the finishing touches on them and uploaded them, and now they're, like, irrelevant. But then again, I guess I'm uploading a bunch of shit that's, like, a year to two years old. So, I guess it's all kind of irrelevant. Can you believe that shit? 2020. Two years ago. Dude. What the fuck? Does, what the fuck is time? There's n- nothing is real besides time and back pain. Um, I'm thinking about bringing back the Wrong Think series, and that's like an edgier show. I, I take a lot of jabs at people. I try to sharpen my... It was mainly meant for me to use politics to sharpen my political edge, or sharpen my, my comedic edge, test out those kinds of jokes. But I'm thinking about bringing Wrong Think back. Uh, I figure out what I want to do with it. Then, one of the shows I got deleted... Uh, the Grey Pill, which was a show where I, I came at it from, like, a neutral standpoint. Well, I wouldn't say neutral, but, like, you know, it, it's similar to Inside Four Walls, like, like the main show itself, the namesake of it. But the only thing different is I, I really focus on, you know, like, what's going on with it. Uh, how do I put this? I try to find them center. Because nothing's black and white, and the truth usually is somewhere more in the in the center. So, instead of doing what I do on the main show, where I take a couple articles, read them out, and before I do that, I'll, I'll find articles, and then I'll scroll through and find the ones that have, like, the most overlapping information. Because if they're sharing, if most of the information is being shared through these various art uh, outlets, they're either all following one bullshit stream of lies, and like being off each other's bullshit, or alternatively, they're uh, you know they're, they're just telling the truth, and that's how how it really happened. Because you got the Venn diagram, right? You got the left news art news outlets here, and the right news outlets here, and give them any story, what stuff. Like, you give them a school shooting. What stuff in the middle of that Venn diagram is going to be the most accurate? That's what's going to be in there. And then on on the left, you're going to have their, you know, banal, think about whatever arguments. And on the right, you're going to have the not stripping of rights, not taking the two-way away stuff. So I try to focus on what's in the middle, on, on the gray pill. And that's what I would talk about, is that middle ground. Um, that show got nuked. I think I was gonna make the Ray, the Mike Lindell, really the Ray Lindell, the Mike Lindell uh, voter fraud symposium reaction a uh, a wrong think episode because I was going against the main narrative or like the right narrative at that point, which I wasn't even like going against that hard. I was going against some like the people who was treating as credible and they were clearly fucking with him. But, you know, I want to cover more broader stories. I want to try and knock up production a little bit. And I used to do pop culture stuff, too, occasionally. Um, you know, I would do music reviews. So I'm thinking about bringing back some of that kind of content. 
and as for the stuff I talked about in that uh, like year and a half or so that got fucking deleted, it really, really wasn't that much important shit. Uh, it wasn't super political. Most of it was actually just me and my friend getting high and shooting the shit about like UFC or I think the last episode we did, I was bitching about uh, Triple C, Saludo, retiring. Who's my favorite. And you know, he keeps talking about coming back, but he keeps trying to like challenge retired fighters. I don't understand what that's about. Like, why are you trying to challenge people who are retired? It makes no fucking sense to me. And it's like, motherfucker, you ain't coming back. You ain't coming back at all. Then you got the other people like, oh, bro, I'll come back and fight, but I want to fight to be. Bitch, he retired. Leave the man alone. Right? It's not like he retired because he was done fighting or anything. He'll be fucking back. I guarantee it. He'll at least have a couple more fights. Khabib is the greatest there's ever fucking been. Everybody wants to fight Khabib. I get it. He's the fucking Mike Tyson. He's better than Mike Tyson. You know, he's never lost. Mike Tyson's lost. Both his way and fights. Khabib's always kept that shit straight. His dad passed away and his mom said, I don't want to see you fighting no more. Come home and retire. At least until I'm gone. And he was like, all right, mom, I'll have, I'm going to go go win one last belt for dad. And then, you know, that's it. He went, he won his last, uh, he won his last championship match. He had a good cry. I had a good cry. My man, go fuck yourself. I can cry too. He hugged his mom. He announced his retirement. Put the fucking fuzzy hat on Joe Rogan. And Khabib hung up his gloves. Or his, uh, his tape. And walked out. I don't know, I get annoyed that people keep trying to, like, challenge him. Actually, just a couple things real quick. Since I'm on this thought, uh, a handful of things with the UFC have really rubbed me the wrong fucking way. Um, I don't like Israel Asanta. I don't. He's a phenomenal fighter. As a fighter, I respect his talent and his dedication as a fighter. But as an athlete, I don't fucking like him. I find him to be an insufferable winner and loser. For example, the Ramirez fight, right? People's champion versus Stylebender. When he thought he lost, I go back and watch that. He thought he lost. And he fucking should have lost that. I don't know how the fuck he won. And even he knew he should have lost that because he threw a big old fucking bitch fit. Went around the ring yelling, fuck the camera, flipping off the audience, fucking hip thrusting at the air, throwing a fit like it's a WWE show. Bitch, this is UFC. At least do this shit in the fucking after-show interview. You got your fucking Gatorade, you can throw at somebody's head, you little bit, bitch. Bitch. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Come and assault me? Get the fuck out of here. No, it's just, it's terrible sportsmanship. You know, a lot of fighters, they, they lose a fight, they take it on the chin, they shake the hand, you know, everyone's go grab beers. Oh, well, shit happens, you know? But he'll get mad, throw a fit, start, like, punching shit, hitting cameras, yelling at people. And, dude, a shout-out to Herb Dean, man. That man's got no fear. The way he'll get up and, like, like bump chest with some of these fighters when they, like, get out of line. Dog, dog, if any of these fighters, if any of these fighters got mad enough and they just fucking punched Herb Dean. And, oh, my God, dude. Herb Dean's an old dude at this point. Those dreads are getting gray, dog. <laughs> and he'll just get right up in these fighters' faces and be like, dog, get the fuck in your corner. I don't ever want to see that shit again. You do that out, you one more time, you're out. 
And these fighters look like they want to kill them sometimes, and they don't. Man, that motherfucker is like the human equivalent of the hotel from John Wick. You don't do anything here, but that one time somebody does do something and like 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 hits Herb Dean, just like John Wick kills somebody in the hotel. It's going to be all better off from that point forward, man. Oh, my God. Nothing but love and respect for the man Herb Dean. Maybe maybe he's got like a, like a hidden boss, right? You, you punch Herb Dean, he comes to life and just starts beating the ever-loving 50 shades of fuck out of you. Like he glows, his fucking hair, his dreads float, turn solid gold. The earth starts shaking, the color palette changes, and you're like, why is the Dragon Ball Z and JoJo thing is going on here? <laughs> you're in, you're in, you're in Dean Land now, bitch. But uh, actually, that'd be a great fucking dude. No, those UFC fighting games, right? Or, or yeah, yeah, UFC or MMA fighting games, bro. Have it so like when you do like like, like you get to like, like like a special challenge. What happens is like you win the match. Yeah, yeah, you beat somebody up, and then all of a sudden Herb Dean just turns on you. The bell rings. Joe Rogan's like, what's going on? Anybody know what's going on right now? Jamie, Google this shit. Pull it up right now. What's Herb doing? Why is he floating? And then Herb Dean becomes like this weird dragon, like Mortal Kombat-esque boss in your otherwise normal UFC MMA fighting game. Tell me that wouldn't be boss. He's throwing, like, fireballs and shit at you, and you're just dodging around the ring, fighting, like, a, a, a fucking Sigma Dean. I don't know. Herb Dean as a fighter, if he's going to be in a fighting game, he needs to be, like, OP as fuck. Like, retardedly OP, to the point where they make memes, and some people are, are, are like, divided on it. Like, it becomes a culture war topic. That's what needs to happen. Moving forward from this. Um... I, I, I don't like the sponsorship thing he did. I get it. Not wanting your, your, your fighters to look like NASCAR logos and shit. But you want to know how you do that? You, you let the fighters fight until eventually, you know, people come along and sign contracts with the fighter independently and say, hey, you know, I, I, I know you're sponsored by like 15 people, but I'll pay you extra to just drop those sponsors. Which sounds like it doesn't happen, but actually backdoor show that does happen all the fucking time. Not that I've been witness to it or anything. Um sorry, my nose itched. Sometimes I inhale my mustache and it tickles my nose. I hate it. Like a millisecond every time I consider just chopping the shit off and like, don't don't you're gonna regret that. Um yeah, so they they banned like independent like, like sponsors, which not not fighters can go do like ads and shit with them, but they can't like wear their stuff in the in the arena. Which I don't know, man. I haven't heard a fighter talk about this, but you know, I used to fuck around with martial arts very little back in the day, and I can tell you, I would be far more annoyed by having to take time out of my day to go do like. Uh, uh, an ad read or like a couple week long ad shoot instead of using that time for training or relaxation I, I, I know that would annoy me way more and I would much rather just be able to have like a patch on my ass have like a Gatorade sticker on my butt cheek on a pair of like 
basically Hanes Pro Flex underwear than have to go do all that makeup shit. You know, it, it's just, I don't like that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, these are criticisms, but Dana White, you know, he made the UFC what it was back in the days, like Rage in the Cage. You had like 10 of these other like independent fighting labels. And it was just real dirty. It was like, it was all treated like porn back in the day. And he really shaped up the industry, made it into a powerhouse juggernaut that it is. Also, shout out to, to Khabib because Khabib was live streaming the fight to his Twitter and, and, and his YouTube channel one night. And it was the like the very same night that uh, I can't remember who it was fighting. It was a big fight too. Uh, it might have been a McGregor. It might have been the the the, the McGregor uh, Covington fight. No, not Covington. Not Colby. Um, Cerrone. That's what I'm thinking of. It might have been the Cerrone uh, McGregor fight. Because there was a fight where he was like, Any, and anybody who's, who we found, you know, crack streams, any of you guys streaming our shit, we're going to find you. And then Khabib sits right next to him and just starts streaming it. And he's like, there's a bunch of pictures of him smiling at uh of fucking Dana White. Dana White's like, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna do shit. This is fucking Khabib next to me, man. I'm fucking terrifying. Khabib is not my first fighter, though. I, I, like, most respected fighter? Absolutely. As a person, hands down. Uh, I haven't seen anything that makes me disrespect him as a person. As a fighter, absolutely. Uh, he, he never showed disrespect uh, if a fighter was challenging him and, and he accepted it. And if the fighter was respectful... He was cool with it. Like, there's a lot of times where he refused to engage in, in snack talk because the other person wasn't bashing him, or at least not publicly. There were a couple times where it's like, oh, you say shit on Twitter. I don't know. It could be on Twitter. Because I got following probably tweets in fucking Russian, though. I'm sure there's a, a translation about it. I'm new to Twitter. I'm only, I've had accounts in the past, but they were like burner accounts, you know? I had a failed meme account. I mean, we got like 100 and some followers. And. I had like a uh, one one a, a, a attempt as an account, but I posted something as as e as small as uh, uh, it was something about the fucking. I was like, isn't it was like something about the fucking the, this virus going across Europe that they're trying to figure out where it came from. And China starting to go on some weird lockdown. And I just shared a, a link to the article, but I'm like, this is interesting. The headline was fascinating. I only read like the first beginning of it. I'm like, oh, and he doesn't care an American, you know? Uh, be me, be American. Those feels when you read a headline saying that there's a virus killing Europeans, Britons, and Chinese folk. Those feels when you don't give a fuck. Me. Be me. Not caring an American. Goes on about day. Fighting the culture war. <laughs> um, that was basically my reaction to it. I probably should have paid more attention to it. Dude. Imagine if I did. And then I just got on here and started doing a podcast about it. I could have been one of the first people covering COVID. Fuck! <laughs> hey, yo, monkey pox. Coming for you, baby.
someone's gonna use this like years down the road, be like, this was always a grifter. Um, maybe. I mean, I don't really believe in a two-party system, and and I and I've sponsored that. I've supported, not sponsored, but I, I've openly said like, yeah, you know, if I was to vote, I'd vote for this person. If I was to vote, I'd probably vote for this person on this side or on this side. Um. Yeah, I don't really give a fuck about the two-party system. I, I think it's absolutely retarded. But I've, I've done a lot of ranting for this, and it was really just to just kind of talk, mess with some audio settings while I got content buffering and loading in the background. Um, I should be live right now on YouTube. I guess I'm just uploading. But uh, that being said, I'm going to hop off this, upload this to my Anchor, and then Anchor will distribute it out, and then it'll probably be up on the channel. I don't want to say today, but maybe today. So, all that ran Raven aside, I, uh, I'm gonna... Oh, good, you got a little music. Oh, that's where the microphone is. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. You got to be suffocating. Let's go try and figure out where is... Nope, nope, nope. What's it on? Okay, so that that is much better. Let's see, is there a okay? The headphones I I'm wearing they also have a microphone on. Sometimes it fucks with the audio, so I just want to text it out. Oh, neat. Okay. I have a Yeti Blue microphone. I've had this for five It arrived right before I left for the combo, so I didn't get to use it much. The only microphone I use on the combo was my white Yeti Blue Snowball. Not a Yeti Blue mic. So, you know, I, I'm still worrying about this. I don't root instruction, but I went through fucking around finding out. Alright, I'm off. I'll catch you guys later.